Welcome to the Book Business Boss Show, hosted by Julia Royston, helping you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, hello and welcome to the Book Business Boss Show. I'm Dr. Julia Royston, owner of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing, and the coaching community, the Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into wealth, and be a book business boss. Well, I am super excited, over-the-top, enthusiastic. Woo-woo! I need my horn. I need a, a something to blow. Uh, I need an announcement. I need some music. I need something. Uh, maybe production will help me out. But it's the 20th episode of the Book Business Boss Show. Da-da-da-da! Yay! I am super excited about that. I realized that when I was uh, about to uh, record this episode and know this is episode number 20. So special thank you to uh, Envision-Radio.com for this opportunity. Books have made it to the book time. Yay! And uh, I am super excited about that. So thank you very much. And uh, definitely thank you for all the listeners of Envision-Radio.com and especially of the Book Business Boss Show. I really appreciate it. Whether you're a reader, whether you're an author, whether you are an aspiring publisher, uh, whether you just, you love books like I have. I've loved books all my life and it's something that I've uh, always just loved. And I've loved reading and um, but, you know, more importantly, I really want the book Business Boss show to be a resource, uh, a reservoir, um, a place for tools and uh, information for you to share, uh, for you to tell other people to listen. Um, follow me on social media. Um, go to solo.to forward slash Julia A. Royston and you'll get all of my stores, all of my links. Uh, I appreciate your support and everything um, that is uh, being done to support not only Julia Royston, but BK Royston Publishing and Royal Media and Publishing and the Book Business Boss um, community and show. So thank you so much. I appreciate it. 20 episodes. Yay! (laughs) So uh, on our show today, I really want to talk about my second book. My first book was poetry. It was, I didn't even realize it was poetry when I was writing it, but uh, it was just rolling out and it was rhyming. The little kid said, oh my gosh, the words rhyme. It it did. It rhymed. And I was really ecstatic about that, but uh, it happened only the way God intended for it to happen. The words just rolled out and whatever was in my head, it was strictly inspirational, totally inspirational. Um, so that um, that first book was the poetry. I've not written a, a book of poetry since. It was um, inspirational, uh, um, divine. I have to think of it in a minute. Uh, it was uh, a book of poetry. <laughs> Look it up, Julia A. Julia A. Royston. And so um, it was. It was really very inspirational. It just flowed out. I had never written poetry really before. I tried my hand at uh, haikus and whatever they made us do in high school, but I really wasn't into poetry. 
uh, not big time. I never really did well in it uh, in English class and in high school or college. I just kind of muddled my way through it. I knew what I felt, but it never was right with the teacher. I don't know what that was about. But my second book was Inspirationals. I moved from that one book of poetry and to Inspirational Devotionals. So I really want to uh, talk about that because I know a lot of people write uh, devotionals. Now, my first book of, and it's amazing, I can remember my first devotional, but I can't remember uh, my poetry book, but I'll think of it in a minute. But the inspirational book, the first devotional I wrote was How Hot Is Your Love Life? Um, 30 Ways God Is Loving You. Return to Your First Love. And so... Um, with that um, devotional, I think it was really, it was still therapeutic for me because I was going through a divorce and, and major transition in my life. So God was letting me know that he was with me, but he was also letting me know that, um, that you know, he loved me. And, but he also not only wanted me to know it, but he wanted me to transfer that to other people. So one of the first things to think about uh, with inspirationals or devotionals, um, people enjoy them for several reasons. Um, one of the things about my inspirationals or devotionals, I don't put dates on them. There's no date stamp. And so therefore, whenever you pick it up, it doesn't matter what day of the week it is, no matter what time of day it is, whether you read devotionals or you start your morning or you close out your evening, or even if you read it during um, um, lunchtime, or it doesn't matter when, on the weekend, I, I normally don't put date stamps on them. And I really don't encourage people to do so. Um, I know some people, you know, put dates. I want it to be uh, you know, the, the date, uh, it's, it's happening and, you know, all of that, but I'm not really, uh, I'm not really that girl. So I don't really put, normally put, um, date stamps, months or any of that on, uh, any of my uh, devotionals because I want it to be wide open. I want it to run whenever they run. So that, that's number one. Secondly, um, I use, um, uh, biblical text. I use a uh, quite a bit of, of biblical text, and one of the things that uh, happens with biblical text is I utilize BibleGateway.com, and if I'm writing a, a devotional on faith, I just I just say faith, and all of these scriptures come up with the word faith in it, and then I review them. Um, I usually determine: Do I want a, a 30-day devotional, or do I want a 90-day devotional? The largest one I've ever done is a 30-day. Uh, because I know people's attention span is is short, so I normally do um, 30 day devotionals. I've done it a multiplicity of ways. It all depends on how I'm inspired and uh, how I want it organized. But it's normally uh, biblically based. Um, I'm really kind of a, a King James Version girl, just because I understand and I, you know, I'm familiar with King James and I can know what I'm looking for. But I've used uh, other versions of the Bible too. Another thing is I use, uh, but I need to take a step back because I don't usually put dates on them, but I also realize when I don't put dates on them, they cross seasons. So it doesn't matter. Just like I mentioned earlier, whether you read it in the morning or the noontime, whether it's winter, spring, summer, fall, I normally don't stay within certain seasons of the year. So you should be able to 
um, glean from the word, the passages, the commentary, um, no matter the season. So no date stamps. Um, it crosses seasons and they're biblically, biblically based. Um, they are straight from the scripture. So I usually have a title. Then I usually have a, a Bible verse. And, um, and then I basically just have two or three. If I have a lot more to say, it may be three or four. But it's normally two to three paragraphs about that scripture or what that topic is speaking to me. And hopefully the title and the scripture are agreeing. So I, I normally, my devotionals are, are uh, a collection. So therefore, I rarely talk about just faith or just hope. It may, it's normally a, a collection. Um, the, the devotion, I, uh, that one is 30 ways God is loving you. So, you know, I talk about him being a protector, a provider. It was very, very focused. He's our banner. He's our shepherd. He's our God, Jehovah. He is light. He is our path. He is the beginning and the end. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. So those things that, those ways that he is loving us and caring for us, he's our salvation. He's, you know, our soon coming king, whatever. So there are 30 ways God is loving you. So I picked out 30, 30 ways. So it's those 30 things that's applied to that. But I could easily pick one and just talk about it. You know, how he protects you. He protects you from dangers. He protects you from uh, yourself. He protects you from not only the dangers, but from the enemy. He protects you from um, predators. He protects you from you know, your own mindset, your own downfall, your own sin, you know, there's just, you can pull that apart all the way around. So um, the topics that I, you know, usually it's a, a multiplicity of a collection uh, normally. Um, so, but, but I have written a devotional where it was God in my business and it was related to God being in various formats uh, of business for me at entrepreneurship. So, or fresh bread. So it was just a collection of, that was strictly a collection of uh, devotionals and inspirationals of different sorts. So, you know, um, you know, it talks about the word being the whole roll, the bread. And so that's where I put that. So it could be, you know, it's totally a collection and very eclectic. So it's not necessarily given to uh, one place and and one uh, particular topic. So one of the uh, another reason why people really enjoy inspirationals is that it's designed, um, it inspires, and people want to purchase a book that inspires, motivates, and empowers. And right now in the season that we're in, we need that more now than ever um, because there's so much depression, anxiety. Uh, oppression, low self-esteem, suicidal thoughts, suicidal uh, attempts, um, people that are committing suicide. So there's all kinds of reasons why the word is important. You know, the word is more important than your uh, daily, more necessary than your daily food. So there are times where you need something brief. You need something straight to the point. You need something that's going to be empowering, impactful, and that speaks to that person, that everyday person, and that, uh, you know, really uh, meets that need and really 
um, gets your day started because that that's one of the important things too. It's to really, really get your day underway. And that's what an inspirational and devotional does. And I know people who have a multiplicity of inspirationals and devotionals, and then they're always buying new ones. They're either giving them away as gifts or they're, you know, and, and especially if there's no dates on them, they don't worry about it. Am I reading for February? It's not, am I reading for um, this winter or fall? Is this about Christmas? It's about, they don't worry about that. And that's the reason why, uh, you know, me from a publisher and for marketing and sales point of view, I want something that crosses. So I want to inspire you and empower you. I don't care when it is. Is it midnight? Is it 6 a.m.? Is it 3 o'clock in the morning? Is it 2 o'clock in the afternoon? I want something that inspires and motivates and empowers you and keeps you moving to live your best life as much as possible. Hmm. I hope that helps so far. We're going to take a break right here and we'll be back with more. Learning online has become not only a fad, but it's become a necessity. The ability to learn something new, to incorporate new resources, tools, and information into your life is becoming more important today as it ever has been. BKRoystonStore.com is one place that there is a collection of online courses that allow you to learn online and learn anytime. Whether you're wanting to write a book, whether you're wanting to promote your book, whether you're wanting to publish, whether you're wanting to create a blog post, whether you're uh, wanting to do a multiplicity of things in business or writing and literary, be sure and stop by bkroystonstore.com. Learning online, learning anytime. And we're back. So we've been talking about inspirationals and devotionals. Um, um, one of uh, a topic that that I write a lot. Sometimes I write affirmations and I can, I will, I must, I shall um, statements that sometimes people do not naturally have uh, an inter motivator. They need motivation from outside. And I'm happy to help that. Um, so in addition to... Um, inspirationals being a collection of um, devotionals, biblically based, um, timeless. Um, I normally, I could um, start with the first 90 days of the year or something like that, but I normally don't have a date stamp on it. It crosses seasons. Um, It seeks to inspire, motivate, and empower. But it also, um, I strive to have a devotional that um, speaks to a broad audience. And when I say broad audience, um, all people need motivation, as I stated earlier. But in addition to that, I really strive to stay away from now. You know, you can disagree. You can do your own thing. And you can have a devotional that's designed for a specific belief system or a specific denominational background. Um, you know, but I really like to write the devotionals that are biblically based, as I stated earlier. But also, no matter the belief system, no matter the religion, no matter the denominational background, even though I may allude to it, that this is my background, it's not necessarily your, but we all have faith. And then we all, we're not going to uh, please God unless we have faith. And in the post-COVID era, it has leveled the playing field. Of course, COVID has not completely gone away. But in this era that we're in, it has leveled the playing field. 
So therefore, it's about, you know, do you believe in God? Do you believe in Jesus? Do you confess the Lord Jesus as your personal savior? And then gifts of the spirit and all that will come along. But it's getting down, as my uncle used to say, where the rubber meets the road, where it becomes the basics. Do you believe in Jesus? Do you believe in God? Because, uh, and so those kinds of devotionals speak to the word and what the word says and doesn't necessarily seek to debate um, denominational and what your belief system is over there and what you I, I I stick primarily with the word straight straightforward just because it is um, that's not my role and that's not my call and he didn't inspire me to do that um, and and so that's not what I advise um, authors to do because therefore it narrows your audience it doesn't it doesn't expand it and open it up and then there's People who, are, who may never buy your devotional. I, I agree with you. I understand that. But then you want to have it as broad as possible because it's all biblically based, uh, you know, and, and it seeks to address your need, your um, um, and motivation, inspirational, biblically based. So let's address it and let's speak on it in as broad terms as possible. You know, let the word of my mouth, let the meditation of my heart be acceptable in that sight. Whatever I put in the devotional, I want it to meet as many people as possible. I do not want to um, leave out anybody. Uh, I want to point as many people to Jesus the Christ as I can. So that's what I mean about a broader audience. I'm not talking about watering down the word. I know I was raised that way. Oh, we don't water. I'm not watering down the word. I'm just saying that it needs to make sure that whatever devotional you're uh, um, uh, responding and presenting to the world, that it meets uh, uh, the faith-based community, all of it, uh, continually, unless you're instructed by God to do otherwise. And then finally, um, one of the things that books do, period, is that they're evergreen. Meaning, um, you know, like you have an evergreen tree out outside it usually stays green 24 7 whether it's snowing out there uh whether it's hot at 100 degrees in july or you know it's in the fall and the other leaves is falling but the evergreen trees is usually still green that's what i mean so inspirationals and devotionals if they're written especially if they don't have date stamps or season stamps on them and they're not designed to be fit into a specific uh, season of the year if they are great but if they're not, I like that because I'm looking at a broader audience, then it's evergreen. It doesn't go out of style. It will be around for a long time. There will be a multiple amount of people that could potentially buy it, um, learn from it, grow from it, uh, be inspired by it, motivated, empowered to do great and mighty works through the word of God. Because devotionals and inspirationals, uh, when I'm talking about inspirationals and devotionals, are faith-based but word-based. So, um, and then looking at it um, as a multi-generational. Because a devotional, uh, an inspirational devotional, biblically-based inspirational devotional that's done well, will can be passed on from generation to generation. It can be passed on to the generations and as long as they can read and as long as they can. Well, if you can do it in an audio book or um, an ebook, however you want to do it. 
it can be multi multi-generational and continue to move forward long after you're gone. And then finally, finally, it can be legacy building because it is word-based, it is faith-based, it is a dev- devotional, and it's a legacy building item. It is one of those things that um, I know plenty of books that are still being sold and the author is no longer alive. The uh, author is no longer with us, but we still read their books because they're timeless, especially because they're biblically based. They're timeless. They don't they don't go out of style. They don't, uh, uh, as they say, the word never loses its power. So therefore, consider writing a devotional. Consider praying about, okay, God, what do you want to speak to your people about? Are you wanting me to talk about your return and your coming? Uh, are you wanting for me to help people have a greater relationship with you? Um, do you want them to know more about faith? No more about love. Uh, that love thing is a big thing uh, right now, and we need it now more than ever. Um, do you want people to uh, learn a, more about, you know, um, being able to uh, live a balanced life on this earth? What What is he speaking to you about? What is he talking to you about? Um, and um, just ask him. And believe you me, if you've got an open notebook, you've got an open heart, and you've got an open mind to receive, He'll tell you exactly what he wants you to write about. He'll tell you exactly what he wants you um, to experience and and to know about. And uh, definitely um, the scripture texts and um, the scripture uh, versions, he'll bring them to you. He'll let you know exactly what you need to do and what you need to use. So I hope that this helps you uh, with writing devotionals and inspirationals that you really pray and ask and see God about it. See God about what direction he wants you to head into, uh, what type of devotional he wants you to write about and what topic he wants written about. Because if you're open to it, if you're obedient, you should eat the good of the land. I'm Dr. Julia Royston, owner of BK Royston Publishing, Royal Media and Publishing and the coaching community, The Book Business Bosses, where we help you get your message to the masses, turn your words into well, be a book business boss and write that book now. Happy 20th episode of the Book Business Boss Show. You be blessed and have an awesome day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Book Business Boss Show. For more information on how you can become a book business boss, visit www.bookbusinessbosses.com. That's bookbusinessbosses.com. Hi. My name is Dr. Kendra Royston, president and founder of Stupid Science Incorporated, where it is our mission to help encourage and inspire underrepresented students to continue their pursuit of STEM careers. Now, some of you may not be familiar with the term STEM, but it's something that we in the field use to serve as a shorthand to refer to science, technology, engineering, and mathematics careers. We at Stupid Science hope to lessen the financial burden of students who have an interest in these fields because no one will do the research about us, care about us, and make the advancements that we need to help the people in our community more so than us. So, if you would like to contribute to our scholarship fund, you can visit us at www.stupidscienceinc.org or email us at 
stupidscienceinc at gmail.com. Grief is a journey you should not take alone. Many times you just need someone to listen to you to understand. Good Grief Gina offers certified grief counseling seven days a week. Elgina Smith understands loss and grief and that there's nothing good about grief but good information, resources, and tools. Call 502-554-8222. That's 502-554-8222. Good Grief Gina offers certified grief counseling seven days a week. 502-554-8222. Fall to Accounting and Tax Consulting, LLC are experts at accounting and bookkeeping, and they know what it takes to handle your books. Hey, let's not forget about taxes. They can be complicated and can bring up more questions than answers. Falls Accounting and Tax Consulting, LLC is accounting and taxes done right. How can Falls Accounting and Tax Consulting help you? Give them a call at 708-862-1294. That's 708-862-1294. Call Falls Accounting and Tax Consulting, LLC, today. That's 708-862-1294. 